Hello, this is Roy with the Love Chat, and today's topic is dating anxiety. Now, this is video number 191. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, I'd be so very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Additionally, if you'd like personal coaching, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching. Now then, let's talk about relationship anxiety. This can be in a relationship, this can be seeking a relationship, this can be breaking up from a relationship, but basically across the course of relationship matters, there's a fair bit of anxiety for different reasons, and so I'm going to go into a little bit of that anxiety for each of those situations that I mentioned, and perhaps some good ways that can help calm those fears, those anxieties, and the ways to calm them will be pretty universal, meaning it doesn't really matter which stage you're in, maybe it's get the X, maybe it's win a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. This will be pretty useful for no matter where you're at. And today, or rather more specifically last night, I was sitting down thinking of what video topics I wanted to cover. And of course, we want to grow the channel out to be covering more dating topics. And yet, if you think about it, this is a dating topic because in relationships, anxiety is something that so very often gets us in trouble. We're not sure what's going to happen. We fear that our partner might not like us as much as we like them, or we fear that they might be talking to other people, or we fear when they go out something bad's going to happen, or someone else is going to sweep them off their feet. And if you think about it, anxiety is the core of why the majority of relationships we see in 2019 end. So if we can tackle the anxiety, everything else falls into line. So let's just start with a situation where you're dating somebody and you're facing a lot of anxiety, perhaps because they have more of a life than you do. In other words, you know that they are less invested in the relationship, not because they don't care for you and love you, but because they are beginning to pull away, you don't have much of a life, that same old story that we hear all the time. How do you address that anxiety? Well, while the brief answer is to work on yourself and that will frankly be the answer for most of these things, it's to take a specific look at what you're not doing. Because we all know what's wrong with us if we'd be honest with ourselves, and we all know that perhaps there's some areas where we could be putting in a bit more effort. But if the problem specifically is that you are, for example, never going out, meaning your partner goes out, comes home, you're still there, and this is a recurring theme, well, then one of the things your partner thinks is, well, hey, you know, you don't really have a life. You depend on me for all your happiness. Meanwhile, you're sitting on the couch thinking, yeah, but I also like spending my time with you. You validate me. You comfort me. And then we'll stop right there because then you just pointed out the problem. Your current partner should not be fulfilling the need of a caretaker, a parent. It is your job to take care of yourself while going out living a good life, doing fun new things, hanging out with people. And ironically enough, that small fix will raise your partner's attraction for you because you're tackling the anxiety, which lowers their attraction, right? Anxiety and attraction cannot exist in the same room, specifically in this context. And so the simple fix of you being able to go out and give your partner some space away from you once in a while would be enough for their attraction to go up for you. Their attraction goes up. Your anxiety goes down. It's just like a scale. Maybe you're dating somebody and you're concerned because they're not liking your post on social media or you're texting them and they're taking a long time to get back to you and part of your fear is that they're just not that into you. How do you handle that anxiety? Well, you want to consider 
if you're dating somebody and you have that much anxiety, you're still following the same path that got you screwed the first time. Remember to focus on you, to take care of yourself, and to use this time constructively. Remember that the way that you attract somebody is by being your best self and not investing everything you have into a relationship yet. You want to treat this mentality differently than you're currently treating it. You're thinking, I need to do everything to keep this person in my life. No. This other person needs to convince you of why they're a good option and why you should stay. And you don't do this in a manipulative way because a good, happy, healthy relationship is one where both people come to offer rather than to take. And so you're putting your best foot forward, this other person is putting their best foot forward, and it's a wonderful thing. But that can't happen. You can't put your best foot forward unless you're trying to. And offering them everything you have and all of your time and all of your attention is not putting your best foot forward. Let's talk about in a situation where there's a breakup, and your partner has broken up with you, they've gone away, you're alone now, and you're in no contact. Your anxiety is going to skyrocket because you think you're never going to hear from them again. And the more I talk to people who are in no contact, the more they swear, what's the point? I don't don't even know why I'm here. They're never going to reach out. And so this person is already assuming that they're not going to get what they want because they are afraid. They're in that state of anxiety. And that's just informing them that the worst of the worst is going to happen, even when they can't prove it. It's just a feeling, right? Just like we use the fear of a needle example in previous videos where a six-year-old's afraid of a needle. The needle's not going to kill you, but it's a response to pain because we are anticipating pain, and that's what we do. We shy away from it because it's an unpleasant experience. And yet, what the dumpy never considers is that they've already been broken up with. The worst has already happened. You can't get any lower. And so, rather than constantly hounding their ex's social media and doing all of these harmful things that will just raise their anxiety, we go the opposite way. We handle the anxiety by working on ourselves by maybe spending some time away from social media, by using this extra pent-up energy and sadness and guilt and rage and fear in the gym. And that way, we can use it very literally as a currency and exchange all of these negative emotions for a better us. And it's a wonderful thing when you stick to it and do it despite the fact that you're feeling like garbage. Because in a short period of time, that will very quickly change. In this example... The key to dealing with the anxiety is still working on yourself, but it's also to accept that you're in a breakup and there's a degree of like, duh, that you're going to feel because you're in a breakup. And I hate to put it this way, but people, every one of us go through a breakup at least once in our life. Every one of us feel like garbage at least once. And while that's not supposed to quell your fear and anxiety, and it's not to patronize you, certainly not at all, but it's to say that this is a common event. All of us go through it. And perhaps the most helpful way to think about it is that there's a milestone that you need to pass. And many, many, many thousands of you that I've spoken to have often said this phrase, you know, I think this needed to happen. And I myself have said that. So let's just take stock. Were you going to fix the problems if you were still in that same relationship with those same fears and anxieties? Sometimes the worst thing needs to happen to make room for the best thing. In other words, sometimes a lot of you go through breakups, and that's a horrible thing for you, but it clears the way, and it clears all that extra noise out of the way for you to really 
take a handle of your anxiety and check yourselves into therapy and go to the gym consistently and then you come out and you're happier than you've ever been and the inescapable, unavoidable truth is that your suffering brought you something amazing. And so, I don't know, maybe it's just me and maybe it's just my proclivity to look on the bright side, but I'd rather have a win out of a really negative situation than just complain about how bad it is. Adversity is a good thing. Struggle is a good thing. We want these things in our life, A, because they're unavoidable, so we may as well become friends with them, but B, they're taught in every context you can think of. You struggle in school with studying, and then you're rewarded with good grades. You struggle at the gym, you're rewarded with more muscles and better health, better heart. And even in something as simple as a video game, if you're running around in an area in a video game that has no bad guys, you're in the wrong area. But when you start encountering bad guys, you know you're moving in the right direction. So many people that I talk to in the coachings are always concerned with one thing. It's always about, hey, how do I win my ex back? So few people ask the real question, what do I do when they're back? How do I keep them? And I want you to view handling yourself and your anxiety as the best way to keep them. Because you know how to have a good relationship. That wasn't the problem. Your ability to have a good relationship was not the problem. For 97% of you, it was your anxiety. It was that one of you wanted the relationship more than the other. One of you was far more eager than the other. Of course, I can't lay a blanket statement out for something like this. Sometimes there's cheating. Sometimes there's abuse or drug abuse or things like that. But for the vast majority of you, it was the anxiety. And so I want you to think about, instead of... How do I win them back? How do I keep them if they come back? How do, how do I keep anybody, even new people who I've never dated before? It's just some food for thought because you guys are a lot stronger than you realize. And I see it all the time. So I wonder when you'll wake up and see it. That's all I have for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what topics you want me to cover in the future. Additionally, if you'd like extra videos every week, private live streams with me, and free giveaways of my best-selling book on Amazon, just visit my Patreon, patreon.com slash thelovechat. Until next time.